Well, she burst on the music scene in the late 90s with her extraordinarily popular worship song, Hungry. Then, after signing with Integrity Music, she recorded three solo albums and in 2014 released her first independent album, Sing on the Battlefield. But there's much more than music to Irish singer, songwriter, and worship leader, Catherine Scott. There's an incredible heart for God and what he loves, his church. Welcome to Seeking Truth. I'm Julie Royce, and you can find me online at julieroyce, spelled R-O-Y-S, dot com. Well, I caught up with Catherine recently at the Vertical Church Conference at Harvest Bible Chapel in Elgin, Illinois. We had a wonderful time together discussing ministry, music, and God's heart for the lost. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time today. I know you're at a conference, a lot of stuff happening, but I appreciate you ducking in. And, you're uh, so welcome. A lot of people know you from mm-hmm. your most famous song, probably is Hungry. Yes. And I know that song has ministered so much to me over the years. I'm so glad you sang it this morning. Thank you. I was like, oh, she's probably sick of it by now. And everybody (laughs) wants her to sing it. But thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Thank Um, you. Such such a a wonderful song. And for me, it brings back a lot of memories Mm -hmm. um, because we have some similarities in our backgrounds. Because uh, before I was doing radio Mm -hmm. and any of uh, the public blogging and speaking and writing that I do today, uh, I was at a vineyard church, and Where I was a vineyard worship leader, and my husband and I uh, did youth ministry there, and wow. those were, I mean, just really, we look back with just such fond memories, and wow. God did so much in our life. so I'm curious to hear from you. I mean, you grew up in a Christian family. Yes, I did. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit about your spiritual journey and um, how you ended up in a vineyard uh, in <laughs> Ireland of all places. Yes, well, I started off off. My mom and dad became Christians before I was born. Mm-hmm. And then they were involved with a traveling evangelist called Dick Saunders, who did crusades called Way to Life. And uh, they were all over the UK. And they would travel with a, a big circus tent and live in trailers for three, four oh, wow. months of the year. And so I was, they, my mom and dad were just stepping into that whenever I came along. I'm the eldest of four. And so I knew from an early, early age that Jesus loved me and I just loved him back. Yeah. Um, so I decided that I had had enough of my sinful ways when I was three. <laughs> Gave my heart to Jesus. Well, that's, that's good. You know, good to do that young. I, it really is. And do you know, I was just thinking about this a moment ago. Next month, I turned 43 and I cannot believe mm. that. I'm in my 40th year of loving Jesus, and I love him with everything that I've got. Um, And thanks to his grace, I've never looked back. Um, I became involved. I grew up in a Presbyterian church that I loved completely, and I learned about holiness, and I learned about really treasuring the Word of God. And then my mom and dad had this real wonderful encounter with the Holy Spirit when I was about 14. And it set them on a little pathway, a little mm-hmm. journey um, of discovering how were they going to express their faith now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that took us on a little, an interesting journey as a family. And by that time, uh, or shortly after that, I went to college to study theology. Mm-hmm. And I went to Pentecostal College, met my husband, Alan. Mm-hmm. And my husband Now, there's was, not a lot of Pentecostal colleges, I'm thinking... In, in the UK. There in are Ireland. a few. There's a couple. Yeah. And the one that I went to was called the Elam Bible College. Uh-huh. And Elam would be very similar to AOG over okay. here. 
Assemblies of God, yes. for those who don't yes. know what AOG like, means. What is yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved the freedom in worship. I loved mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And I, truthfully, over the years, as I've uh, encountered the church with a capital C right across the board, every time I'm so struck by how beautiful the bride of Christ is. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful Mm -hmm. in every expression, in Mm -hmm. every form. Mm -hmm. But the Lord deliberately places you in a family. He does Mm -hmm. it on purpose. Mm -hmm. And whilst we're part of that bigger family, there's definitely um, people that we get to do our whole lives with. And I just love that. So the vineyard part happened because of my husband, Alan. He had got saved from a completely pagan background. And the... There were about 20 of them, I think, who all got saved at the same time. And they were rough as 10 bears. They <laughs> they were on the streets of Glasgow. Some mm. of them had been drug dealers. Um, there was all, They just had no church background at all. But it was a total sovereign move. Mm. And they started um, a little thing that they called the street mission. But they knew that they needed help. So they wrote to lots of churches and just said, we don't know what we're doing. We're just guys off the streets. Mm. Um but God is doing something. We've fallen in love with Jesus, but we need help. Mm-hmm. And the vineyard was the only one who wrote back and said, wow. we'll take you under our wing. Yeah. So when I met Alan at college, he was already very much involved in the vineyard. Yeah. And What uh, humility, though, to, to even write the churches and say yeah. and admit. I mean, how many new believers? I, some really come in with an awful lot of humility. But, yeah. but, you know, to be able to do that and be able to reach out to the churches and understand that you need people, especially, you know, probably those churches, maybe not a lot of hip people like yeah. he was, you know, living <laughs> on the street. But to be able to say, hey, <clears throat> yeah. I need you. Can you help me? And, and what anything that Vineyard responded and shame on the other churches? No, no shame. <laughs> I think it was the Lord. Yeah, I really yeah, sure do. It was. So that that's how I ended up being involved. And then mm. Alan and I were assistant pastors for there for a couple of years after we got married, and then moved to Northern Ireland twenty years ago, mm. nineteen years ago, and began Causeway Coast Vineyard, which we've pastored for the last nineteen years. Yeah, and I've been to the Giants Causeway. You have? Yes. yes oh wow. Um, it was about five years ago. Um, wow. We had a relative that got married, did a destination wedding, went to Ireland for the first wow. time, which I have Macmillan and my, my mother's maiden name is Macmillan. So oh, I'm got so some glad Scotch you got Irish to go yeah. to the homeland. Oh, and, and, and really the most magical day was at the Giants Causeway. It's and for beautiful. those listening, if you've never been there, it's like the most otherworldly thing with these pillars. It's right on the coast mm-hmm. and it's got these pillars coming out. Of the water. The, yeah, the Atlantic the water. Ocean. And they're all in these geometric, perfect geometric yes. shapes. And they have no, they have some theories, but they don't really no. know what caused it. And you look at that. I just look at that. And my husband's a math teacher. And, you know, he's really into the order that God has made yeah. in all of creation. And you see that and you just go, God was just showing off, you know. It's <laughs> just thinking. beautiful, isn't it? It is. But, I mean, Ireland, just not one of those places where the evangelical church is very strong or has a strong mm-hmm. presence. The, the northern part, very Catholic, right? And the southern more, part is more... More the other way around. Oh, I'm sorry, the southern part. Yeah. Um, you're right. Southern part is the Catholic part. The northern mm-hmm. part is more the Anglican, because that would be the, the Church yeah. of England, and that's and English. Definitely thriving, though. The church really thriving. Hmm. We're seeing so much, even in the last... Five years or so, we've seen over 6,000 people just in our town come to faith, just right on the streets. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there's, uh, there's an awakening for sure. Wow. That is, 
you know, I, I haven't heard anything about this. Um, yeah. Now, are they all in your church or a number of churches? No, or? some of them definitely, definitely having a life-changing moment. And what we've been asking the Lord is, please help us to help them find a way that they can see this all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of them have come to our church, which is terrific. I'm hoping some of them have gone to other churches. Um, I don't know. For some of them, we don't see them again, and we just don't know. Mm. But I love so how that. do they come to church? Is it like street evangelism type uh, stuff? Yes. We just show up on the streets, and um, there are several... There's lots of ways that people have been connected. And we've been encouraging mm-hmm. our church for a long time that it's everyone, everywhere, every day. Hmm. So when you're at your hairdressers, just chat to them. Hmm. If, you know, at your work, maybe you just get the opportunity to chat to your the person sitting beside you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's even more than that. Maybe it's you carry, because you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you carry the solution that your work needs, mm-hmm. that they're stuck on. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get to see the regeneration of all things. So you get to see salvation, but also businesses coming alive and mm-hmm. education coming alive and healthcare and all of that amazing stuff. Um, but in terms of lots of people coming to faith, it's mostly been just this little tool. And you'll mm-hmm. have seen it. It's, the, it's that we picture of Jesus knocking, he's holding a wee lantern and he's knocking yes, the door. Sure, sure. And Behold, um, I stand at the door and knock. And yes. Yeah. And we just had a couple of guys in our church, uh, an amazing guy called Scott McNamara. He decided he'd just give this a go. Hmm. And we're looking at this thinking, hmm, this might not work. <laughs> and um, Sounds we, very traditional. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. But he, he just started to go up to people and chat to them. And then he'd say, hey, have you ever seen this picture? Some people have and some people haven't. Mm. And then he'd say, this is Jesus. He's standing. He's knocking your door. Do you notice there's no handle on the outside? And he'll mm. just chat to them and say, the, the handle's on the inside. And then he'll he'll oh. say to them, if you imagine a backpack filled with the things that you feel like you've done wrong, sin, mm-hmm. um, how heavy would it be? People start to chat to him and say various answers and he said what if what if that debt could be paid what if you don't have to carry that anymore mm. and then he chats them through a little bit if you owed ten thousand pounds or ten thousand mm. dollars and someone give you a check mm. for ten thousand mm. dollars what would happen to your debt and they're like wow it would be paid mm. and then he's just like that's what jesus has done for you he's standing right now mm. his presence is here and then he'll pray very often and just ask the holy spirit to come very often people start to cry. And um, and then he just says, would you like to let him in? The handle's on your side. <laughs> mm. And even though we had invited people to come to faith for a long time, we've we've been out on the streets in our town for years just doing acts of kindness and anything we can think of. Definitely in the last four or five years, there's been, I, I think, an awakening is the best way to put it. Mm. So um, a move of God. Yes. Coupled with people just being willing to get out there and do it maybe not do it perfectly what you just described is so incredibly simple it is isn't it yeah yeah but just doing it you know even at this conference we were hearing you know james talking about making the most of a encounter he had with a waitress yes you know that's simple can i pray for you um 
all of us, hopefully, have done that before um, when we get served to just ask that question of the, of the waiter or the waitress. But, yeah, making the most of those opportunities. But I love that. And, and something I love that you said, and this is one of the reasons where I, I've just really appreciated your ministry um, and also the, the ministry of Meredith Andrews, who's mm-hmm. going to be here as well. Is that you're in love with the Bride of Christ? Yes, and it shows. And <laughs> you know, over the years, I've had opportunity to interview a lot of musical artists, a lot of big names. Um, and I, I'll never forget one that I did. This was actually about 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, back when I was in secular news. But I happened to uh, be interviewing Christian artists, and I said, "So, tell me about your church and how you use your gifts within the church." And he just looked at me. He said, "Oh, well." we don't really do anything with our church. I mean, we're pretty spent with, you know, being on the road and doing all the, yeah. And he said, and he said, really, you know, in Nashville, that's kind of the way it is a lot of places. And my heart just grieved because I thought, yes, you are serving the body of Christ by what you're doing, you know, with these concerts and everything. But the local church is where sort of this ethereal church of God that we know of all over the world becomes real. It becomes yes. something that is a unit that's mobilized for yeah. action, and you're part of that body, and yes, you're part you of that are. particular call. So, I mean, speak to that a little bit. I know you you signed with Integrity, mm-hmm. um, what, in 2002? You yes. did three solo albums. So you've lived in that sort of professional Christian mm-hmm. musician world. Um, at the same time, you're so grounded and invested where this is your church, you and yeah. your husband, this is your baby, and this is your calling. Um, how can how can artists combine that with, you know, all the pressures of singing and everything else? And why do you feel that local church is so important and so worthy of your investment? Because Jesus thinks it is. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and if he thinks it is, I'm all in. Mm. And uh, I'm seven weeks ago today, actually, we moved to California. So we are in that weird and wonderful place of complete surrender. Again, mm. we've handed our church over to an amazing couple who happen to be related to me, <laughs> my sister and her husband. Uh-huh. And um, and that very much is... I that we're going to carry Causeway Coast Vineyard in our hearts until we go to see Jesus face mm. to face. But we're in that place at the moment where we're being enveloped by the church just all around us, you know, people lending us their homes and mm. loving on us, even though we haven't quite found our our new home base. But I cannot wait. There's and a I've lot been, of vineyard churches in that Yes, California. there really are. And we are <laughs> I think that Anaheim really, is pretty big. really good friends with them too. And, uh, but isn't it wonderful that even when you move right across the globe, yeah. you are in family. So yeah. I think, honestly, the beauty of church is that it's real and it's raw. And the hard part about church is that it's real and it's raw. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like I said, because Jesus said, this is my plan A and there is no plan B, then not only am I going to always honor the church, I'm going to love her with everything in me. I'm going to encourage everybody I know to do exactly the same. Um, If you've got trouble in your church, try to work it out. If you've got issues with people, try to work it out. It's a beautiful thing. And there are times when the Lord whispers to your soul and says, okay, You've done, you've done really well. Let's go find you another home. Mm. But most of the time, that's not what he's saying. He's saying, try again. 
So this is pretty huge. I didn't realize that you were moving to California. Mm -hmm. um, tell me <laughs> what prompted that move. And, you know, the, the big question always when you move, too, is what how are your kids doing, too? <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. So I know you've got uh, several, yeah. right? Well, I've got two girls. Two? Mm -hmm. Sophie is 16 and Emily's 13. Okay. Um, That's yes. pretty old to move. But yes, it could, really yeah, is. We had no intention of moving just yet. Mm -hmm. We've loved America forever mm -hmm. and thought at some point, we'd a real sense that the Lord would call us here at some point. Mm. Um, but we'd laid it down really because we had our hands full of old orders and they were very good orders. Mm -hmm. um, and then last year, the Lord really, really started to speak to us and said, it's time. And we're like, are you sure, Lord? <laughs> I don't know if the girls are at a good stage anymore, you know. But it became so apparent through scripture, through so many people giving us words who had no idea that we were even thinking about it. And very specific, as in, I think the Lord's saying America, and I think the time's now. <laughs> wow. We're like, okay, well, that ties in with a few other things. So by the end of that season, the Lord had spoken so many times to us that we knew. So we've actually just come here completely as an act of obedience. We don't actually know why we're here yet. Mm. We don't know what it is that the Lord wants us to do. We just know the who, the who asked us to come. Mm. And that's all right. So that's what we're doing. We've put everything on the altar again. Wow. And it's actually a little bit frightening, but really, really wonderful to be not just in our 20s anymore, but in our 40s where the Lord has already done amazing things, so much more than we ever dreamt he would do, and have the actual opportunity to put it on the altar and say, with everything in us, Lord, you are still our first love. Hmm. You're still our first love. If you say go, we're going. Hmm. If you don't tell us why, that's okay. <laughs> you will eventually, but it's enough to know who it is that's spoken. So hmm. that's why we're here. Now, talking about your music, mm -hmm. um, you did just... Uh, released not too long ago. Well, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, your own independent yes, album. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, what prompted you to do an independent album as opposed to you were with Integrity for, yes. for several years? And I love the guys in Integrity, uh -huh. and I always will. Um, at that point, Integrity was going through a little change as many record companies have had to do as things have changed yeah. just with the record industry. Um, and I was just right at the end of my contract. And with every big decision in my life, and I'm sure you do exactly the same, uh, I just say, all right, Lord, what would you have us do? I'm not just going to keep, always keep going the same direction. I'm going to keep asking. I love that in Scripture, especially when I'm reading the Old Testament. Israel, they fight a particular battle one way because the Lord told them to do it, and they see great success. And then the next battle, they don't ask the Lord, and they just do it the way they did it before. And it does not go well. Mm. And I think the Lord constantly invites us into relationship with him. And so at that point, we're like, Lord, that was wonderful. And all those relationships are so rich. But your voice is the one that we're after. Mm. Would you like us to do this again? And he just really spoke to us and said no. So we're like, okay, we won't. <laughs> so I did feel like there were some songs brewing. So I started... Uh, writing and we just did a little l little independent EP called Sing on the Battlefield mm -hmm. and then over the last couple of years I've been writing with Martin Smith and that was a total oh, God thing as well wow. and we've, we've written 10 songs and I've just 
just recorded live. It was our last big event before we left Ireland, so we recorded live in Causeway oh, Coast Vineyard. Fantastic! Wow. And uh, hopefully that will come out some, some either sometime later this year or mm-hmm. hopefully early next year. I'm hoping before Christmas, to be honest. Well, we'll see that would, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that would be it? great. But we'll see. Yeah, you're kind of at the mercy of the the mixers yes. and the you know, exactly. everybody who's putting that, producing that. I know, I can know <laughs> a little bit of how that goes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, well, that's that's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And so that'll be an independent release as well. Yes, it's going to be tied in with some stuff that Martin's doing. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is. So I'm excited. Do you know the name of the album? No, nope, not yet. No, so no. watch the space in every way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's amazing. So as you look to this new chapter in your life, yeah. um, what place do you see music and what the, you know, the, the song sounds like God's still giving you plenty of songs. Yes. Um, your voice sounds great. Your voice Thank has you. matured over the years. It's got a bit lower, hasn't it? <laughs> you're, you're, you know who, you, who you're sounding a little uh-huh. bit more like? Um, it'll, and probably a lot of people listening won't even know who this is, but I know, I'm quite sure you will. It's, it sounds a little bit like Rita Springer, oh, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love Rita Springer. Oh, I love her, too. I love her, too. I mean, she's amazing. But you've got incredible. sort of that, um, uh, sort of that earthy yeah. tone to it. And it's just... It's, it's, it's definitely... I keep saying I think my voice is broken. <laughs> it's not broken, though. There's something... I, I like it better thank than you. just the crystal clear. I mean, thank it's you, really... It's you. got um, a lot of character <laughs> thank to you. it. I, I just... I, I love your voice. That's so kind. Thank you. Yeah. But where do you see it you See it going with the with the music? It almost sounds like you're, you're just at this point of just receiving from the Lord whatever it is. Yes. That's really it. And I do feel really excited about these new songs. And I have a feeling that moving here and that album being ready to go, I just I and all the friendships that the Lord keeps giving me with people who love to write music. Mm-hmm. So I've just written with the House Fires and just those guys are amazing and so many different people and of course the guys here are absolutely wonderful at Vertical, Vertical Church. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I love I, I never like doing things from a oh, this would be a great idea strategically. I always do it with heart connection. You know, Mm. I always look for where is the Lord breathing on a relationship? Mm. Where is he opening a door? I'm interested to go there. And so I'm excited to Mm. see what happens. I feel like there's stuff brewing with music again. Mm. Uh, I've long since learned that I have no idea. <laughs> and if I predict these things, I'm always wrong. <laughs> you know, I love what you're saying, though, because um, I just wrote a book. It's my first oh, book. excellent. Something that God, uh, you know, it's a passion that I wanted to write about for uh-huh. really a better part of 10 years. Wow. A lot of my own journey. It's called Redeeming the Feminine Soul and really Wonderful. about my wrestling with with womanhood and what it means to be a woman, which, you know, for some people may be like this just easy, effortless journey. For me, yeah. it was not. Yeah. Um, it really wasn't. And something I, I really wrestled with. But I had all these ideas of people who could write my foreword to uh-huh. the book. You know, I had all these connections. I've been in the Christian world a long time. And God closed every single door. Wow. And so I was like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to have a foreword. Bummer, you know, yeah. I wish I had. Um and then out of the blue, I get this email from Kay Arthur's assistant. Oh, wow. And um, she wanted to read the book. And I just, I was like, really? Because I had talked to her about it, but she, initially yeah. it was, she turned me down, said she didn't have time. And I got that. I mean, yeah. she's Kay Arthur. And she is who am indeed. I? You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you are wonderful. <laughs> uh, it's so, uh, I, it just, I mean, I was like, well, that's interesting. So I sent her a copy. But then then I got this, this other email saying, hey, Kay wants to talk to you. Can you give her a call? And... 
from that point on, I mean, it was just, I, I was just blown away. But here God had appointed. Yeah, and he does it beautifully, doesn't he? Well, that exceeded my expectations. I never yeah. would have even thought, but that's just a wonderful relationship now that's, yeah. that's really, really blessed me. But I, but I hear that with you, and it's cool to hear. I wasn't here on church on Sunday, but I heard uh-huh. that James McDonald talked uh-huh. about, you know, how hearing a song of yours connected with him, and that's how you ended up here. Because I don't usually yeah. put Vineyard together with Harvest Bible Chapel. No. Um, but how neat how neat is it when God begins to do that? And I see even God working across a lot of denominational mm-hmm. lines, even, uh, for lack of a better word, like the different streams, like your charismatic oh, streams, your, your more, you know, Bible church, fundamentalist streams, mm-hmm. whatever. But God's working among that. And how cool that we can, we can work together yeah. and pursue together. It's the same heart. Mm-hmm. It really is. And everywhere you go, um, you you can spot people who are the same tribe as you. You know, <laughs> you can. It's just like being Irish. As soon as somebody opens their mouth, you're like, "Oh, I know you." <laughs> and it doesn't matter that we've never met. Yeah, we we are part of the same tribe, mm. and it doesn't matter where we grew up. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm in that yeah. analogy, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what our home church is. It doesn't matter what denomination that is. It doesn't matter. We're all the same tribe, and you mm. spot it a mile away. You're like, ah. Mm. Oh, I know that heart. Mm. So I just love that. It's one of my favorite things, actually. Mm. Well, how can people pray for you? How can they connect Thank with you, you and, and just really support you and what the Lord's doing right now? Thank you. Our The biggest thing at the top of my heart right now is that we would find a house. <laughs> <laughs> That's helpful. Yeah. So, so you're homeless right now? Yeah, we're in a very in a very provided by the Lord, <laughs> for by the Lord kind of way. Yes, we're homeless. <laughs> Someone said, are you in a rental? I'm like, no, I'm in a lentil. <laughs> um, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> but, but we need we need somewhere to call home. So mm. that's our... Well, that's our, that's, that's like thing. Corey just, Ten Boom. She came yeah. over here and had nothing and just yeah. God provided. And honestly, we're definitely not in the homeless bracket but that's the top of my heart right now and just that the lord would speak to us about the why 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 would he like us why is it that he asked us to come Mm. um because our heart just beats to do as well Mm. and uh, until he gives us orders we're gonna keep loving people we're gonna give to the poor we're gonna pray for the sick we're gonna chat to people and encourage them but i know that i know that there's a another part that we haven't seen yet so if if people would be willing to pray for that that would bless the socks office mm. and your website katherine scott dot org dot org mm-hmm. katherine scott spelled k-a-t-h-r-y-n yes if you're not familiar with that dot it's a little org. bit of an old website you could probably follow me on twitter that might be better, That'd be better? <laughs> yes. what's, what's your twitter or Instagram handle Instagram is just katherine scott <laughs> <laughs> okay well katherine thank you so much this has really welcome. blessed me and uh, again just really appreciate you taking the time and god bless yeah. you in this new chapter thank you You've been listening to Seeking Truth, a podcast exploring issues related to faith and culture. I'm Julie Royce, and if you want more information about Catherine or me, just go to my website, julieroyce, spelled R-O-Y-S, dot com. Also, while you're there, please sign up for updates so we can stay in touch. And when you do, you'll receive a free chapter of my new book, Redeeming the Feminine Soul. So again, just go to julieroyce.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Hope you have a great week and continue Seeking Truth.